0: We now interrupt this broadcast for a special announcement from KDWE. You know, when I heard that they're not cousins that shouted us out on their podcast, I was excited. I thought a true podcast friendship was about to be forged, but then I listened. Sure, I think things are going great when you say our name is great, when you compliment our release schedule. Hell, I was even going to be okay with you laying out your plan to defeat us at board games even though we both know you don't stand a chance against the KD crew. But then you had the audacity to say that we were the Gary to your ash? Did you think we were going to let that disrespect stand? Of all the rivalries, you picked that ass-butt Gary? We could have been the Kaiba to your Yugi, the Tide to your Matt, even the Vegeta to your Goku. I can't take this line down. From now on, this rivalry is a nemesis ship. You are now the queen barrel to our Sailor Moon. We're gonna take you to school and teach you a thing or two, Cassie. We're gonna make sure you fail all your death saving throws, Josie. And we're gonna make sure your Dewey Decimal number starts between 900 and 999, because you're gonna be history, alley And furthermore-
1: Wait, what's this? It's Skylar. Skylar is in the impound right. zone. By God, what could she be doing here?
2: Don't worry, PJ, I'm not here to steal your thunder. I'm here to bring the lightning. That's a rated preference. This is a formal challenge for our rivals to
0: test your might
2: in the ultimate board game match. So, Get over here! and prepare for your inevitable
0: fatality
2: and weep at our
0: flawless victory.
2: And no matter what
0: you do another interruption dear
1: god almighty this segment had a family who could it be it's Casey. Casey just entered the ring oh yeah they're not cousins you're going down you're going down but hopefully not because we actually kind of like you but you're going down you can't have any of the lesbians we talk about on our podcast you can't have the lesbians you can't have ariana grande you can't have pro wrestling. You can't have none of it. I got you for three more episodes. Please watch at least I mean, any of the episodes we have. But really, at least three more episodes. We challenge you. We'll take you on. I'm not scared of you. I'm only a little bit scared of you. Just letting you know, because I'm kind of insecure about that. But we'll take you on at any moment.
0: But in all honesty, we just want to say thanks to They're Not Cousins for shouting us out. And know and our rivalry will go down in the history of books. But It won't be as mean as those promos.
1: It was super vicious. I'm sorry. Did I sound aggressive?
0: (laughs) Honestly, I don't know how they're going to recover from
1: this.
2: Uh We know what you guys do for work.
1: Exactly. You gave it away Uh on your page. Fools. Fools. All of you.
2: (laughs) We can research.
1: (laughs) We've got the power of sight. (laughs) Somewhat. Somewhat. (laughs) Sound and mind. But.
2: Uh, PJ, I would like to do a little corrections corner. Um, Actually, they settled on being Misty, so that would make us the Cerulean Sisters.
1: Oh, we are so the Cerulean Oh, sisters. because the ceruleans
0: Yeah, I'll take yeah, that. I'm- well, you're right. Honestly, with that change, maybe we didn't even need to cut these promos, but it's too late. We already did.
1: The challenge <laughs> is going down this
0: Sunday, Sunday,
1: Sunday. Well, no, actually, just <laughs> kidding. Whenever you guys are, it's convenient for you guys. We just want to be friends. Whenever it's convenient for
0: you guys. But for all of our listeners, uh, go ahead. Please, please, please check out They're Not Cousins. Uh, they're an amazing 90s anime podcast where they, once a month, watch a new episode of Sailor
1: Moon and just give us an amazing, amazing time listening to it with them. Oh, They're Not Cousins. They may not be cousins, but I hope they're our new best friends.
2: Damn it, Casey. I was literally about to say the same fucking thing. I guess only
1: one of us cares. Bye-bye. I'm just <laughs> But don't let it fool you. We're going to
0: make sure the rest of your lives are a kawaii disappointment. What are you going to do when kawaii kawaii disappointment disappointment runs wild on you? KD316 says we just kicked your ass. It's a western, in space, but cooler, and with tons of jazz. We had Casey Watch Cowboy Bebop, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kawhiya's Appointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you, as always, is me, your host producer, Weeb of All Trades, and Rude and Toon and Bounty Shoot and Big Shot, PJ.
2: And me, a fluffy butt Welsh corgi, Skylar.
0: And with us, as always, is our cold hearted femme fatale. Uneasy about joining our crew, Casey,
1: and I'm not sure if at this point I'm more cow or more boy, Casey.
0: <laughs> uh, well, with all of that, we are watching Cowboy Bebop this week. Hey, don't spoil
1: that. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. You gave away the whole anime at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might as well not even do this episode. all right All right. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> it's been real. It's not a kawaii disappointment. <laughs>
0: So Cowboy Bebop is, uh, you know, our second entry in our classics month. And it is a true classic, in my opinion. It is one of my favorite anime of all time. Hands down, I've rewatched it like 27 times.
1: Whoa, that's a lot of times.
2: That's stalker status.
1: That's the 27 Club everyone's talking about. Yeah, it's uh, how many times you watch Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) You, Janis Joplin. When you watch
0: it for the 27th (laughs) time, you die. So (sighs) I'm actually only halfway into my 27th rewatch, and I'm really putting
1: off those last few episodes. Oh my God. Well, we got a treasure this time we've got. Damn, that's how Kurt Cobain died. Everyone keeps blaming Courtney Love, but it's really Cowboy Bebop. Everyone blamed the drugs for Amy Winehouse. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop again, you know? (laughs) Uh,
0: So Cowboy Bebop, it's a really interesting name. Tell me, based on the name alone, what do you think this anime
1: is going to be about? You know, this sounds like it's like the name of a 90s, cartoon network show that i would have been too intimidated to try because it seemed like a little too different for me Um, i mean that's basically (laughs) what it was because it was in the 90s and it was on cartoon network oh my gosh see i don't know i would have seen like something like the name like this i was like oh that's too different for me like that's not powerpuff girls like, this is too much. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Also, it, it sounds like it's the... um. This is this is honestly also what I thought of when I heard the name of this. I was like, this is the Western spinoff from that um, mustache episode of Family Guy, where Peter gets a mustache and thinks he can speak Italian, where he's like, boopity-boppity-beepity-bop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cowboy beepity-boopity-bop. <laughs> Cowboy Booker Beppo. Go. <laughs> Cowboy. This episode is not officially sponsored by Booker I can't even say it anymore. Booker to Beppo. Come
0: on down to Cowboy <laughs> Oh, they they.
1: W- let's pitch them that.
2: Hell yeah. Let's get that pasta. Let's get that pasta money. <laughs>
0: <It's> ca- <laughs> let's get that pasta. Let's get that pasta money. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let's get that.
1: P- Ooh, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> super, super Italian.
2: Bucca <laughs> Beppo, please sponsor us.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. I do feel like if there was a cowboy boot, uh, boopity beep bop whatever we're going to call it at this point. It's just going to be like a barbecue version of uh, Bucca de Beppo. So it's like giant-sized barbecue-style Well, portions.
0: see, I think it's like a mix, right? So it's like a fusion restaurant <laughs> where like... They've never done that like, before. It's like, instead of barbecue fettuccine Italian. alfredo, it's fettuccine al steak dough. And like, it's <gasps> f- like, instead of chicken, it's just a bunch of hunks of steak. See, Ooh. I was just hoping
2: that you were cooking spaghetti on a barbecue. <laughs> Just <laughs> grilling up some
1: spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti. Oh my God. on the grill. You guys, my boyfriend recently revealed to me that he had a crush on Spencer from iCarly. And I was who like, doesn't? spaghetti Good. tacos?
0: <laughs> Casey, who doesn't have a crush on Spencer from iCarly? You he too? literally
2: carried that show.
0: Literally, that show would be nothing without him. Wow. What about Gibby?
1: Half of my four years page something.
2: on TikTok is just Spencer content.
1: I, I think it's Gibby and um whatever Jeanette Sam Sam's characters that really carried out. Jeanette like McCurdy. Look, I mean Spencer was a responsible adult who raised a child
0: by himself, basically, was a successful enough artist to own a gigantic
1: like three-bedroom apartment. That's almost Skylar's story.
2: So this is our new podcast, the iCarly Specifically Spencer podcast (laughs) spinoff.
1: The iSpencer
0: podcast. Well, to get us back on track then, Casey, why don't you (laughs) tell me, based on the poster then, what did your thoughts change to?
1: Well, it was really confusing because, like, some of the, they all look like they belong in different animes. Kind of, I don't. Do you guys feel that way? Huh? Like, I felt that way. Well, looking I mean, at kind it. of. Like, I, I like, mean, like, not to not to get too into it, but I think that it, it like is like that like ragtag feel, you know? Yes. Like, they all just look super different. Um, like I was like, oh, so there's that twink in the far right in the back, and then there's this. That hot is a girl. child, Casey. I don't know. It looks like a twink from here.
0: I we'll don't know get it t- All right, let's get started. If you're <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so let's start. Weirdly enough, at the bottom left, with this little corgi. Oh my gosh! I am super excited for this dog because it reminds me of uh, Dogecoin, and um, oh. I can't. Go, I cannot go into details. I love Dogecoin, and everyone else who loves Dogecoin <laughs> cannot reveal why I feel that way.
2: What is Dogecoin?
0: <laughs> it's a cryptocurrency. I have like 170 of it.
1: Do you really? <laughs> I yeah. live. I live. It's only. PJ. I bought it when you it was work. like two cents a pop. Yeah. It's a um. It's a cryptocurrency that's based on like this meme of, uh, Doge. You know more about it, PJ, than I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know the Doge meme trailer. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, I remember.
1: Matshiba, very Inu. Yeah.
2: This is our new podcast, Cryptocurrency, with PJ and Casey.
1: <laughs> this oh is a God. new podcast podcast with Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. The ADHD podcast. It's always a new web podcast every time. It's seconds. literally
2: just me talking about new podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you just come up with on the spot, and people can uh, pay you five bucks to just take the concept.
2: Yeah, 100%.
1: I think that should be the drinking game for our podcast is like every, <laughs> every time we talk about a, going to a new podcast, someone takes a shot there or something like that.
0: <laughs>
1: so why don't you tell me then about this next character, this woman in the yellow outfit. I said, "Oh, look! The open mouth girl next to him has tasteful side boob." But it does make me think that our run of non-sexual anime is probably coming to an end right now when she came in, because I was like, "There's too much like tasteful side boob happening."
0: But she's gonna be. Um, what do you quantify as sexual? Do you just think a woman being hot it makes
1: it a sexual anime? I think when they, I think when they accentuate, well, when like she's wearing something a little revealing, and I feel like for, Sexist. I don't know. Yeah, obviously, but you're it's canceled. the '90s. It's the you're 90s. like a woman owning her femininity can't handle that because I'm Casey. No, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Y'all just need to calm down over here. <laughs> oh my god, I've been canceled Casey's on the podcast. Casey's
2: canceled.
1: But yeah, so she um she's gonna be like obviously I'm gonna be canceled for saying this too, but she's gonna be <laughs> this the sidekick and like based on the title of this whole um anime, like I'm getting like this western theme. So if that is the case, she's going to be the damsel in distress. Uh, all right. So after all my sexist rants, I guess that's great. <laughs> I mean, after all your sexist rants, you end up with an even more sexist theory.
2: Wonderful.
1: I hope it ends for her. I hope it works out for her. I hope it's like a um, like the live action Scooby-Doo where like Daphne's like, I'm not the damsel in distress. And then she comes back in the end and she actually saves everyone. I hope that happens for her.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, let's move on. Not to the character in the middle. Let's move
1: on to, I mean, what you thought was a twink. This young girl in the top right. Of course. Um, So I'm just going to. What I thought when I saw this obviously young girl and not a red haired twink in the back who's doing like a TikTok dance um to whatever like the newest Dua Lipa song is. I'm like I'm still in my mind, I'm like, that's still a red haired twink, so I'm gonna say red haired twink. I said maybe the red red haired twink is like a nice debut in a like in a nice debutante school where um he's trying to balance books on his head with the understanding Her? that he will like this will help him get well, a husband. Again, or this too. is his
0: original theory.
1: Oh, okay. We don't yeah. know. Maybe you know, gender's fluid. Who knows? I don't know. Um i mean gender is fluid especially with this character Yeah. exactly but yeah like i like i think like in like debutante school trying to balance books on their head it's etiquette school and they believe that balancing the book on your head it like it el- helps elongate the neck makes the eyes face forward and straight straight in the back so that's what she's trying to do
0: you really stuck to that
1: huh i really feel it in my heart that's what i mean why el- who else carries books on their head or stuff on their head like there's right, no other. let's purpose. move on
0: to this bearded man <laughs>
1: Um, Yes, that guy, I was looking at him and I was like, okay, so he's either going to be one of two things because you don't have a like weird scar on your face unless you're a villain who did something to that green haired guy like when he was a child or he's like the mentor for the green haired guy like who's Mm. like older companion. So like it's definitely one of those two things. But like that scar is basically that big indicator. Did you guys know, by the way, that Tina Fey has a scar on her face due to being attacked as a child? Yeah. I read that in her book. Who would have thought? I actually
2: did know that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could see it. Oh, I see. I can't tell it that well. Well, I'm just, I don't know. She's too funny to care. I think she succeeded. <laughs> well, I Be think it's because Be more funny than the scars placed, you have, guys. It
0: almost just kind of looks natural in a way. Like, it. you know, not to say like the, the, the person picked the perfect place to attack her. <laughs> it's
1: yeah exactly it's just meant to be
0: all right and then uh to wrap this out let's go with the
1: guy in the center uh clearly our focal point tell me what do you think about him he's this green-haired guy he made me think like like two things i thought of when i saw him i said this is matrix keanu reeves you know neo but in the in the video game time crisis do you guys remember that (laughs) oh okay. really okay (laughs) that's for just what came to me do you want to know a fun fact yeah always keanu reeves desperately wanted to play this character if there
0: was ever a live action sometime in the early 2000s oh my god i would love that interesting oh my god he was always campaigning when he was younger like around matrix time like he's like if they ever
1: make a cowboy bebop movie please let me be your spike oh yeah i like i said it just came to it makes total sense to me um how do we feel about the dark green hair on like men like do you think this would work in real life how do we feel oh I don't know. If you go through my Facebook
0: cover photos, you could see a picture of Obama with this hair photoshopped onto him, and you could tell me
1: what it looks like in real life. Oh, my gosh. Obama really is giving hope to green-haired men. Hope to everyone.
2: TBH, Casey. I just dyed my hair, and it's very similar to this color.
1: Well, you can pull off anything. Yeah, but you're but a cool alt girl. We're talking about the boys. Well,
2: I'm just saying, put some sideburns on me and give me a gun, and I'll be Spike. I'll run around the house.
1: <laughs> she's not I'll, only the cool alt girl but she's everyone's cool dangerous boyfriend
2: <laughs> i'll talk to your dog and ask her why she's not a corgi
1: <laughs> wow there's a lot of transformations happening due to this show <laughs> <laughs> all right well with all of that said with your theories in mind
0: why don't we take a quick break and watch episodes one and two just see what you think and then we'll uh, get back in with your thoughts how does that sound lovely all right everyone stay tuned and we'll be right back All right, we're back. We had Casey watch episodes one and two of
1: Cowboy Bebop. Casey, what are your thoughts? Toey animation. They did it again. It's not Toey! It's not Toey animation in the slides. It's not? I thought it was them. (laughs) No, no, it's so sure. funny,
0: too, because right at the beginning of the episode, it has, like, the logo for the company that it is, which is Safari. And literally, right when it started, Skyler was like, what is that? And I was like, yeah, not everything's by Joey Animation, Skyler."
2: Also, I would like to say, wow. P- uh, Casey's not the only Sweet Baby Angel this week. I also hadn't seen Cowboy Bebop. This is
0: true. Uh, but I think what you're thinking of is the Funimation Screen right after the Safari screen. Oh,
1: you know what? That's what it is. Because usually I was like, in the animes hair. you watch,
0: they do Towi into Funimation. That happens at a lot of like Remember. animes.
2: Towi's a cat that's with a hat, very Puss in Boots
0: or a Cat in the Hat. toey
1: Cat Hat Funimation, cool, funky, early two thousands graffiti. <laughs> True. What do we think that a uh, that's a good drag name? Please welcome to the stage toey Cat Hat. Yeah, um, super exciting. I was like, what? This is a like a Western in space really interesting and the music is also like very different than we know in like what we've normally experienced in anime the animes we've watched so far like right it's like sexy and like there's harmonicas which i guess go together um <laughs> sexy um, harmonicas the transitions the musical transitions remind me of roseanne from the 90s when it was good and you know she was <laughs> well, I, do, well, well, I do enjoy well. this <laughs> dan not corn for dinner like something remember like that there's the the supposed to be beef in this <laughs> yes i do skylar
2: and remember when dan cheated on her
1: yeah wow that show got real dark at also the last this is our seasons. new
2: podcast the roseanne podcast
1: i don't
0: think <laughs> we Take can a drink make a roseanne everyone. podcast she was canceled
2: <laughs> i mean yeah but she wasn't canceled in the 90s
1: yeah 90s we character roseanne. in the 90s now yeah we're in the 90s oh by the way another thing about this anime like kind of like you know last week we did a uh, neat uh neon genesis uh, evangelion uh, thank you i was like i cannot say that for the life of me still <laughs> but like similar vibes about like just the animation like wow has the an the animation in this anime as well as like last week is just fantastic like Truly like I miss this. Like, why can't we have this quality yeah. these days?
2: Nineties anime has a very specific aesthetic.
0: And honestly, I'd say a lot of it I mean, I'd say like, you know, there's sex of it, like the more bubblegum uh sect of nineties an- uh, anime aesthetic comes from like Sailor Moon. But I'd say a big chunk of like what if you were to Google anime aesthetic today, it is very much based on the Cowboy Bebop aesthetic. Yeah. Mmm.
2: Just those yeah. back rooms, gorgeous. Well, that's because a lot of it also isn't, like, done by computers. It's all done by hand.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you oh. look at, like, you know, it's like when you look at old Disney movies. Like, sure, like, the new ones are, like, glossy and pretty. But,
1: like, they used to just be, like, works of art. Every every picture, every frame was a piece of art, you know? This is so informative. You know what? I think that is what the difference is for me. Like, I maybe it's like I need, I like the handwritten stuff. Yeah, hand drawn stuff. <laughs> um,
2: quick fun fact that like no one would care about. If we were ever rich, I would definitely have a room just dedicated to sell artwork. Like, oh, PJ, I would probably try just to- artwork
0: of sell from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm super glad that you like it. Obviously, we'll show you a little more. See how your thoughts continue to develop. Uh, but before that, let's get into some housekeeping real quick. So Cowboy Bebop was created by Hajime Yatate and was directed by Shinchiro Watanabe for Studio Sunrise and released on TV Tokyo and later Wow Wow. The first 12 wow episodes wow. ran on... <laughs> I thought the same thing. The first 12 episodes ran on TV Tokyo from April to June in 1998. Then the whole 26th session run, because they call them sessions, not episodes, because they're cool like that, Super aired cool. on Wow Wow from October 1998 wow wow. to April 1999. <laughs> The movie Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Door oh is set between ep- That's an
2: amazing <laughs> name. I'm sorry.
0: The movie Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Door is set between episodes 22 and 23 canonically and was released September 1st, 2001.
2: I like that because usually movies aren't necessarily canon.
0: Yeah, there will be a live action series done by Netflix later this year, which always makes me a little nervous because they've done some of my favorite anime very dirty in the past. <laughs> Death Note. <laughs> However, it is being written by Christopher Yost, whose writing credits include Thor Ragnarok and episodes of The Mandalorian, and it is starring John Cho, who I love, so I'm holding on some hope that they
1: do it right.
2: That sounds sexy.
1: Crossing fingers. Skyler. just for a uh, comedy rule of three reasons, can you give us one more wow wow? Wow wow. Thank you. PJ, continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, PJ,
2: <laughs> any time we cush, just use that wow wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be it this week. Also,
0: we're uncensored now, baby.
2: Oh, Ooh. little kids get out of here or stay and be cool. Who knows? Just don't smoke cigarettes.
0: Oh, can <laughs> I just say drug real quick, cigarettes? Let me talk to you guys about cigarettes and Cowboy Bebop. I love Cowboy Bebop, but I legitimately had to stop watching it for like cuz I usually rewatch it once a year. I had to stop watching it for like 2 years. Because I was giving up cigarettes. Because, like, after I turned 18, I became like a pack a day smoker. Yeah, he was
2: a little tiny baby chain smoker.
0: Yeah, I became a pack a day smoker and I was super, I mean, I was just smoking all the time and I quit like cold turkey and it went really well. Like, I didn't really have a hard time with it uh, because I was inspired by my lovely partner at the time, Skylar. Oh,
2: I was just so gorgeous. <laughs> His oral time? fixation became my lips.
1: Ugh, gross. <laughs> Not on her face. Uh <laughs> My though, I will say Uncensored.
0: I had to stop watching Cowboy Bebop for a year or two because they make smoking look so damn cool. It's true. The amount of times I was like, I would like be like, oh, I'm gonna rewatch Cowboy Bebop, and he would be like taking a drag of a cigarette, and I was like, I should go outside and take a drag of a cigarette. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how did just you get into smoking that Anime. Are Those like
2: candy cigarettes.
0: But then I just want to <laughs> eat them. Do both. Yeah.
2: You chew it up and then you just like do. And then, like, the candy particles come out, and then that's the smoke.
1: Uh, I was imagining that you were going to be like, I had to stop watching uh, Cowboy Bebop because he was smoking so much. And you know what? Secondhand smoke kills. It
2: does. I've written two papers about secondhand smoke. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God.
0: (laughs) So, real quick, before we get into it, I did want to acknowledge to everyone that we did, in fact, watch the English dub. As it is literally one of the greatest English dubs of all time, even though it was done in the late 90s, due in no small part to Steve Bloom, who voices Spike and is one of the sexiest voices in the industry. Yes. Uh, but it. obviously, the entire cast kills it. And f- especially for 90s anime, a lot of times you could look back and see a lot of bad audio clips, but this, this anime just kills it consistently with their English dub.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the voice. Voice acting was so good. Who did the voice um, of uh, the French girl from the first episode? i don't know she's spanish she's hispanic they were in tijuana wow yeah like she i I don't it sounded french to me but like (laughs)
2: spanish and french are very similar they're both romantic languages
0: oh my god skylar jinx
1: oh my god (laughs) yeah anyway you're
2: like uh, cute jinx (laughs) and me i'm just like wow way to go to steal my thunder (laughs) that
1: is your guys i'm sorry that we both know
0: something jeez Let's run through episode one and two super quick just so that we get that out of the way. So the first episode centers around Spike and Jet Black, who is his, uh, who is his partner, heading to the Tijuana Asteroid Colony on their ship, the Bebop, to track down Asimov Solonson. Asimov basically stole like this hyper-adrenaline uh, drug, and he's being hunted by his old partners as well as by bounty hunters. It's a very intense drug, and eventually Spike does encounter him, and he almost kills him. But Asimov's girlfriend kind of breaks him off. In that time, they kind of escape, go off, try to keep getting away. Spike almost keeps catching up with them, and they eventually get into like a full on like Bonnie and Clyde. About to, you know, the whole police are there. She blows the out.
1: Thelma and Louise. <laughs> you said Bonnie and Clyde.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's much more. Yeah. It's it's a well, it's a very Thelma and Louise experience turned into a very Bonnie and Clyde moment because they they are shredded to death by bullets and Spike is just kind of like two feet away like horrified
2: well because he can't get his bounty right Because well it's not even
0: just that but like I think he built a bond with that woman yeah and then the second episode is a lot more fun than that one. It's all about chasing this Welsh Corgi that is clearly a uh, valuable lab animal. We have a lot of cool fight scenes with uh, a, a character Hakeem. named Hakeem who has been plastic surgery to look like a cool 70s black man, oh, which I'm is uh, wait, uh, probably problematic on Hakeem's. Uh, maybe, probably is what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, little sketch. But this is also where we are uh, introduced to Ayn, which is the Welsh Gorgie who becomes a part of the team, obviously. I love
2: how fluffy they animate his butt.
0: Oh, so cute. Uh, this is also where we are introduced to the show Big Shot, which is like this over-the-top bounty hunter show starring these two over-the-top cowboy personalities, which is one of my favorite things about this show. But uh, the episode ends with Spike the entire time being like a dad being like, I don't like pets. I don't like pets. And sacrificing his bounty to save Ayn and him becoming a part of the crew. And yeah, those are episode one and two.
2: So when we were watching it, I turned to PJ. I was like, wow, it's very Star Wars like. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. it is very Han and Chewie.
1: Yeah. Solo uh, Mandalorian vibes. Totally.
0: Well, yeah, because, you know, I mean. This is, I'm definitely not the first. I'm, I mean, Star Wars really like pioneered the like kind of blending of space and Western. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think Cowboy Bebop, and I mean, shortly after Firefly, really perfected the art of what a space Western should be. And honestly, I feel like shows like The Mandalorian now almost take more inspiration from stuff like this in Firefly than they do
1: from the original trilogy. When did,
2: did Firefly hmm. come out before Cowboy Bebop?
1: No, I think it came out like two or three years later. Okay. No yeah I was gonna say like I totally agree like the with what your sentiment was about like it feels like when I was watching this like it made me think like oh this is more like Mandalorian and then like based on your statement yeah like Mandalorian is more closer to this than it is the original Star Wars trilogy but like that's fantastic. No
0: it's it's great and obviously it switches up the Star Wars so that it's not always just the same thing all the time uh which I love but also just I mean they do it so well here like it goes so seamlessly between them being on a spaceship traveling through these, like, interuniversal portals that are just, like, intense and, like, clearly inspired a lot of stuff later on in science fiction. But then, like, being on the ground, it does still feel like a Western. Like, it doesn't feel jarring at any point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. By the way, everyone wants to go to Mars. And um, after seeing in the second episode what Mars was, I was like, eh, I thought it would be a little more fantastic. Well, again, Mars is only good for the rich. Uh,
0: well, I was literally mm.
2: reading like three different articles last night instead of sleeping.
1: About classism on Mars. How, uh,
2: well, not even the classism on Mars. Uh, just like how miserable the environment is. Uh, mostly you're going to have to live underground just because like the surface, not habitable.
0: Well, and also the classes of on Mars will be intense because an unnamed podcast host, unnamed employer, is proposing indentured servitude for people to go to Mars.
2: Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. let's true. just
2: uh, self-destruct on Earth when the second destruction of humanity, or I don't know,
1: second coming of the apocalypse, something like that.
2: <laughs> let's just go out with a bang when we get another meteor because of global let's warming. Let's go out with a bang. Bang! 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 bang, bang. bang. <laughs>
1: If I'm going out with a bang, you know, I'm not going to Mars. I'm going to Venus because I like that planet. It's more interesting. It's the most dangerous planet, but it's it's more interesting. I was
2: going to say, wow.
1: I'm going to go to Jupiter to get more
0: stupider. PJ. Oh. Stop.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, when we were watching the first episode and um, that cute, adios cowboy woman comes in holding her baby bump and orders a uh, Bloody Mary. Like, yes, now I know that it was, like, code for a drug or whatever, or code for something. But as soon as she asked for that, I was just like, I don't think that woman's actually pregnant. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, she's <laughs> real irresponsible. Work, she's also sipping from his beer when he goes back to do the drug deal. That was scary. Man, yeah, that, is, that fight scene was so intense. Like, that drug a terrifying like some like hyper adrenaline super drug but like literally he just like takes out this entire like militia and is moving so fast and it's so intense that's
1: me when i'm on adderall <laughs> that's there what happens go. guys I thought the, the exact adderall, thing. like
2: slows you down and allows you to think and not be distracted no
1: adderall is a mess skyline i
2: know that but it's supposed to counterbalance like the add
1: that's true oh yeah it works for people who if you have adhd um, or add like it does that effect um because your brain's already hyper working on one side already but if you don't have it then it's like crazy like that in the anime
2: yeah because it's meth
1: there's your drug commercial you guys
2: don't do meth unless you have add
1: there you go exactly
2: <laughs> Buy responsibly
1: we're so responsible on this <laughs> podcast we're uncensored now but we're still responsible so what i found really interesting about this this made me wonder about um westerns versus spaghetti westerns because this is a western in space and i was like maybe it's like is this what's the difference and i kind of did some like research after watching the episodes and i guess the whole difference on those things is how violent like uh like a spaghetti western is more unnecessarily violent versus uh, a regular western yeah the spaghetti comes from like the excessive the excessive red
2: entrails um you know because noodles no, but like, you're completely <laughs> right. Like, let's look at Hakim in episode 2 or in session 2. He's unnecessarily violent. Like,
0: and like I mean, it obviously is like a more toned down version of like a spaghetti western in terms of like he's not like gutting people and like shooting everyone, but like yeah, keep keep going. You could take The it
2: amount of times in my notes I wrote down bro so unnecessary is way too many times.
0: Because like literally everything he did was just like when they steal his briefcase, he kicks down and breaks down the door. You know, with, like everywhere he goes, he is consistently being like, "I choose violence."
2: Well, when that guy just bumps into him, he puts a cockroach in the beer and forces him to drink it. Well, after. I'm pretty he, sure was a
1: shot of something. After oh that yeah, was
2: Uh, after he crushes his fucking jaw.
1: Ooh, it yeah. was pretty. It was pretty brutal. But he probably has, like, a reactive disorder or something like that. <laughs> Casey over here.
0: Well, um, actually, I feel like based on the symptoms I'm seeing on screen.
1: <laughs>
2: As I read through my notes, I wrote down most deadliest catch. And I was very confused until I remembered that two small boys caught him on their fishing line.
0: <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> I do love, because, like, I mean, the scene right before that, because, like, Ayn is, like, just so smart. And that's what I love. I mean, because Ayn is short for Einstein, obviously, because Einstein. Ayn Ein is just, like, the smartest dog around. You know, including the portion where he's able to control the car by himself. Right.
1: Ah, that was so cute.
0: But, like, I love when he, like, tricks Hakim by, like, jumping down and then jumping up. Back up the second Hakim's down, like, jump on a spike.
1: Ugh. i have to say when i was when i thought i saw him like this was the dog was inside like that whatever the box was like i was like did he is he just stealing animals for no reason like what is it and i was like oh okay this dog's smart And there no honestly
0: animal trafficking is like a huge business yeah.
1: really yeah yeah i mean i always thought was like exotic animals right look at i mean no look at freaking lady gaga's dogs oh <gasps> This Those are just true. regular old dogs,
0: and someone got five hundred thousand dollars for returning them. You know, right. as far as we know, that's money. We,
1: as far as we know, they're regular dogs. Maybe she has data dogs. That's true. Data
2: Dogs are <laughs> new podcast.
1: My
0: new that's that's uh that's Lady Gaga's new single. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
1: data dogs featuring um I don't know Madonna. I guess pitbull. why not pitbull? Pitbull. Is soup dog. Oh, Petri, pitbull, pitbull is a God. So right. What was I thinking? Mr. Worldwide. By the way, back, earlier talking about when hakeem made that guy drink cockroach or whatever that was inside his little shot or whatever. Yeah. I was thinking I was like, man, this is an oldie but a goodie, but bug juice doesn't, doesn't come, come in a, in a jar. jar. <laughs> bug juice <laughs> comes Juice from comes where from, where you from who <laughs> you are. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Um, That's an oldie also, but a goodie.
2: Okay. Okay. I would like to talk about um Hakim stealing that car
0: Ooh, that was so funny because yeah. i love it how the guy was like hey man excuse me like he wasn't even like hey you're stealing my car
2: here comes That's... the bride more like here comes
0: <laughs>
1: <Boo>. <laughs> another note <laughs> write new material <laughs> skylar's a hack comedian with that joke
0: hack <laughs> Uh, You know what? Jumping back to episode one real quick. I love the dynamic between Jet and Spike. And obviously you see it still in episode two, but it is very like, not combative, but like they have a very like, clearly like they are able to just kind of like yell at each other and stuff.
2: Oh yeah, a very sexy back and forth. (laughs)
0: Yeah, very. I love it. Episode one, though, when he's cooking for him, and he's like beef and bell pepper, and he's like, "There's no beef in this." He's like, "Well, we don't have beef money." And he's like, "Then why'd you even call it beef and bell pepper?"
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It did make me want beef and bell peppers, though. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Or like the Beijing beef from Panda. We had Panda Express last night for dinner. Ooh! Oh my god! You know what the the Panda Inn, I know it's the same restaurant and same company, but somehow eating at the Panda Inn is different than, like, and well, better it than is Panda different. Express. It's different, you know,
0: it's like an atmosphere and, like, they have different options.
1: They trick you with that. I it's have like, really no yeah. idea what
2: you're talking about.
1: Oh, it's like high end Panda Express. Ah. It's right next to you guys. It's where, like, the original Panda I've Express I've been comes with from. Casey before. It's really good.
0: So let's kind of just talk about some of, like, my favorite themes of the anime. Uh, or uh, You know what? Speaking of themes, actually, segueing off my own segue, the music in this anime is just so good. Yeah, And we agree. owe all of that to Yoko Kano. Yoko Kano is the mastermind behind the music of the show. The creator brought her on and was like, I just, I trust you. I trust your judgment. Just make me music for the show. And unlike a traditional show where, you know, they finish the episodes and then give them give it to the composer and the composer composes around it she would just come up with songs on her own she was like hey i just came up with a song i think it fits the vibe i think you should use it like she would literally just hand him a song and be like this is a song for cowboy bebop use it and he would be like okay and they would add new scenes completely rewrite things to make her music work into the show
2: and her band is called the seatbelts right
0: well it's not even her band so they specifically formed a band to be the music of the show like they basically built a super group of Japanese jazz musicians oh, so good and they to make the music for the show they were dubbed the seatbelts and Yoko Kano and the seatbelts are the reason that this you know music of this anime is so amazing she composes it all and they perform it all and it just it kicks man it's you
1: yeah. like jazz it's great I do like jazz <laughs> <laughs> question I have two follow up questions PJ is Yoko Ono related to Yoko, Yoko Ono?
0: <laughs> Is Yoko Kano. Yoko- and no,
1: because this one can actually make music. Okay. My second question. Is Yoko Ono related to Yokozuna? <laughs> yes, actually, by marriage. I That's knew I- there'd be one of the two. If you're not Yoko Ono, you're Yokozuna. And you'd rather be with Yokozuna anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I thought you were going to have an actual question about the music. <laughs> I know. I... I- Fooled you again. (laughs) Everything is silly.
2: Actually, I have a pretty cool fun fact (laughs) about this. Um, Because the show we know is called Cowboy Bebop. And Bebop is actually up-tempo, high-energy jazz, or sometimes called bop.
0: Yeah, no, I I I knew that be, but mostly oh. because ironically not because of this anime, but when I used to watch the Ninja Turtles as a kid, <laughs> I was like, "Why is that guy named Bebop and that guy
1: named Rocksteady?" And I was like, "Those are types of music?" It, I had I'm having so much fun with that fact. You can't see it right now, but the fun, I'm dancing. Can I Can I tell you? Can I tell you something dumb? Cuz I was like, I figured like I know Bebop was like a music thing, but you know what I was thinking? I was like, is 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 bebop the thing where people like no not scat that's poop no Uh,
2: oh my god (laughs) double entendre i suppose no but scat is a big part of jazz
1: i mean i guess and you decide whatever circle you're in all right please move on from this time no wait hang on hang on i thought i was like is bebop i was like is that the thing when people start to rap like they need like a beat and there's a beep there's a beep yeah, exactly. I was getting confused. <laughs> Cowboy Beatbox. Isn't that the, That's a good hype man name.
0: <laughs>
1: Cowboy Beatbox. That's no.
2: uh your drag name.
1: Please welcome to the stage, Cowboy, Cowboy <laughs>
0: Beatbox. Cowboy
1: <laughs> oh Beatbox. Go God. up
2: against Eminem.
1: <laughs>
0: uh another so I mean to kinda add in, there's obviously a lot of influence of, you know, kind of like Kung Fu in it as well. Like, if you saw mm. even just in episode two, when he, like, grabs the n- the Nunchaku, and he's like, wow, are these, like, the Way of the Dragon model? And, you know, his, motion- his motions are very much based on, like, uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, I can see mm.
1: that. Yeah.
0: His fighting style is completely based off, like, Bruce Lee, uh, and some, like, Jackie Chan influences there as well. You know, the, like, uh, especially when you get towards, like, later episodes, where sometimes he does, like, some of that Jackie Chan, like, improvised like throwing up a pot and using it to like deflect and then punching back like type of stuff like that I would say
2: because it's animated it's not necessarily improvised you can cut this out I'm just being mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I, I meant more Jackie Chan <laughs> yeah, yeah. in terms of the improvised but um, damn Skylar's really blown a hole in this
1: <laughs> Skylar said I'm done with your crap and I want you to acknowledge my fact was fun from 10 minutes ago <laughs>
0: Skylar's over here like actually because it's anime nothing's real so I don't know why you care (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm done with this podcast anime isn't real so we should stop talking about it (laughs) how can anime be real if our eyes aren't real
1: (laughs) Oh, damn that was pretty funny (laughs) 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 a modified
0: quote from the infamous young Jaden Smith
2: more like Jaden Smith (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> J- 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 you know, ironically, Smith. I this is just to make a side note. Jaden Smith is like legitimately one of my favorite musicians. Oh, he's these amazing. Days. Teenage cringy Jaden Smith is still one of my favorite eras,
2: you know. But Willow mm-hmm. Smith is also an amazing musician.
1: Oh, yeah, they're Shh. both like killing the game, very man. talented. She whips her hair back and forth. I only know Whip My Hair by Willow Smith, I don't know any of their other music, but I don't open. know. Uh,
2: Based off TikTok, I'm pretty sure you know another song.
0: I don't oh, know. Okay. He joined a little after that was a trend. Mm. But it's like the, wait a minute. I think I left my consciousness in the sixth dimension. We'll play
2: it for you
1: later. I, I didn't, have you haven't heard right that, now, but PJ right sounds now, great right with now. that song. I actually was like, PJ, you sound pretty good with
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. i <I'm> was a singer.
1: PJ's <laughs> like, I wrote that then. Forget what I said earlier. About uh, that's Jane actually Smith. my song.
0: Uh, who's Willow Smith?
1: <laughs> Willow who? <laughs> uh,
0: obviously, we already talked about like how good the animation is, but like it's just so like crisp and smooth like even just even outside of it being 2D animation like every all the scenery is like drawn so gorgeously like all of the details are so intricate and all the character designs are very interesting like you said everyone kind of looks like they're from a different anime but it's because they really wanted to emphasize like these are people coming from different worlds they're a
2: ragtag bunch of misfits
0: obviously to kind of like spoil stuff quote unquote but because you didn't really get to see the rest of the gang as they come in so Ed is like this young girl and she's like a like a amazing hacker it's radical edward is uh her hacker name and you know she's completely from this other world you know she's like this amazing but she's also like just like a very sprightly young girl so she's got this very like you know like like a loose shirt and like booty shorts it's very like fun little outfit Faye is you know like the cold like femme fatale who like Um, you know, comes from like a very dark and tragic past and is like, uh, steal your heart and bleed your wallet dry before you ever notice that she left type of woman.
2: then shoot you in the face. Mm.
0: And and shoot you in the face, you know, and she kind of jumps in and out of the crew because she's like, I don't need friends. I'm my own woman. But, you know, she comes from this, this very other world. And actually, for for your knowledge, again, just because we're not going to get into it, she has a very different style from everyone because she was actually cryogenically frozen for a few decades.
2: Interesting.
0: Hmm. And then, you know, Spike just has like a very classic cool guy, jazzy hey, outfit. Hey, I'm a cool guy. I'm Spike. And Jet, you know, is, has like a more like rugged mechanic look because obviously like he's like the ship's guy, you know? Right. So everyone mm-hmm. kind of is completely from different worlds, and they try to make that obvious in their character designs by making mm-hmm. them kind of be so jarringly opposite of each other. But at the end of the day, when they are together as a group, like, they're the crew, man, and it works. Yeah, I love it. Another great prediction by Casey. Correct.
1: Again. I mean, your fa- I will say your Faye prediction was completely wrong and rude but i did i will say though this does tie in somehow because remember how i mentioned tina fey when uh we were talking about um what's his face the guy who's on the ship jet like yeah. so like it kind of has come full circle in well a way. and you know her name
0: uh <laughs> to kind of tie it into stuff you know her name is Faye valentine and she is a low-key inspiration for my valentine and yugioh
1: really oh i that, see that you really brought it back but well, how great like, is and I, I don't know if
0: this part was intentional, but if you look at the female uh, in in Big Shot, like the bounty hunter show, she kind of looks like My Valentine in my opinion. Yeah, I can see that.
1: How great is My Valentine though? She's Amazing. my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! She's character. like a
0: very My Valentine character in, in this. Like, you know, that like I very strong independent woman type of thing. Honestly, okay. I think if you watch more, and hopefully the clips give you that, I think Faye would probably be your
1: favorite character because you love strong women. Hmm. I do love strong women. I will tell you, um, this is just related to my Valentine now. <laughs> um, like I had this old boyfriend who like when we were in bed together, nothing sexual, don't worry. But like we were like in bed together, like, um, like our feet would touch. And like, if I hadn't gotten like, trim my toenails in a while whatever. he like, <laughs> oh my god, get your harpy lady claws away from me. Yeah, he said uh, he said I had harpy lady claws. I was like Jesus Christ that's a little extreme. Oh, I have never had god. that long a finger. Do you want to hear something or so teeth. stupid? Yes.
2: Always
0: I just right now realize that her name is my Valentine.
1: Oh yeah. That's cute. What what a cute name. She's the best. She's my favorite Yu Gi Oh character. We haven't mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh on a this podcast. This is a new a
2: podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: Uh we had that one already. We did. I was like episode. we had our last before our hiatus. Our last episode was the Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0 episode. Shout out real quick to uh my my friend Asif and my friend Brenda who listened to our, our podcast and gave me a shout out saying how good it was. Aww. So Asif Asif particularly liked the Yu-Gi-Oh! 0
0: episode. I mean, shout out then in turn to our seven subscribers in Germany and
1: Denmark and our six subscribers in the Nordic countries. I love you Norway. Yeah. And everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and other Nordic countries. I went to I went to Solvang. That's all that's like America's Denmark. Yeah. Oh God. Um, well, I think with all of that, Oh,
2: sorry, um, when you were talking about like the <laughs> 90s voice actors, the people in the car, like, yeah,
0: like an hour ago, and they just kept, oh my God, Go for it. seems
2: that way, um, just repeatedly seems that way. It gave me very, uh, who's to know Casey energy,
1: who's to who's know, to know? <laughs> who's to know, uh- <laughs> oh, by the gosh. way, one last thing. He maced the dog. Do you remember when that uh Well he Hucky didn't mace maced the dog, the dog... He, he sprayed him with like dog sleeping spray. Which is worse. He roofied sprayed the dog.
0: Oh no. <laughs> he
1: roofied sprayed the dog. And then he oh, woke no. up and drove the car. What, what, what? <laughs> 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 that dog is the best when he jumped out and he hit the side and he whimpered i was like i know oh my god dog whimpers i, I can't i cry it did uh, take I'll me cry.
2: a little too long to realize that he was smart it wasn't till the the car part and i was like wait is he a smart dog and pg was like yeah that's why his name's ein for einstein and i was like oh
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great anime and i'm excited that we've uh, that we're talking about it but let's take a quick break from talking about it as a whole to talk about uh the music a little more oh, yes. micro microly let's talk about the intro and outro to this anime doo-doo, um, doo-doo, doo-doo, so um <laughs> uh, so the intro is tank by the seatbelts obviously written and composed by yoko kano Casey why don't
1: you tell me what you thought of that intro oh yeah it's fun it's a fun sexy spy opening <laughs> i said james and
2: bond
1: yeah, right. Like very James Bondage. Visually, like James. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, James Bondage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: Ooh, what a great shipper name.
1: <laughs> that's that's pretty good, right? But yeah, no, the opening was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I uh, it definitely when you're it sets the right tone for this. Um, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I would agree. It's. And it gets you hyped for the show, you know, like, because it's it's so high energy, but also like so cool and jazzy. And I mean, that's what the show is. Like, it is, the show is inherently so cool. Like, at the end of the day,
1: it tries and succeeds to be cool. And the music does the same. I literally loved the opening so much. I just jazzed. I just jazzed. (laughs) I just jazzed myself.
0: Do you want to know, Casey, I mentioned for a long time that there was an anime we couldn't do
1: while you lived with us. Because if you hated the intro, I'd have to kick you out. This was this that was intro. It. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's too good. It's too good. I would have I thrown myself out. See, I would have had an out-of-body experience and thrown myself out of the my house. My
2: favorite one was last week. If you didn't like that, we would get a friend divorce. <laughs>
1: oh. Sailor Moon is still the best intro of all time, in my opinion. But whatever. It is really good, but you know, it's very different.
2: I think it's wonderful. I love the trumpet. It's very assaulting. Um, the bass. The bass is like so present. I love it.
0: Wonderful. Oh, so good. And I love you know, like just the like one line of English vocals, and it's English in both English and Japanese. The like, all right, three, two, one, let's jam.
2: No, earlier in the podcast, anytime I wasn't paying attention to what Casey or you were saying, it was because I was doing.
0: God, you're such a you're such a great podcast co-host, aren't you? <laughs> Us over here trying to have like a conversation, you just
1: twiddling your thumbs.
0: <laughs> Literal,
2: just like music playing in my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she uses Cowboy Bebop's opening to disassociate from any situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like because of TikTok, I now whenever I think of someone
0: disassociating with music in my head, it's the girl from ipanema What song is that? The girl goes. Walking, oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. From ipanema goes and She.
2: It's beautiful. <laughs> You're really on top of your singing today. Good job.
0: <laughs> it has been pretty great. Oh, uh, uh, gosh. I uh, thanks. I'm, a, I'm an artist. I'm a performer. A perform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I love that intro. Let's move on to that outro. That outro is The Real Folk Blues, also by The Seatbelts, written by Yoko Kano, but with
1: vocals by Mai Yamane.
2: Oh, it's so good. Yes. I like it.
1: It's so good. It's a. It really um, reminds you of like, because it's like, this was made in the 90s, and that outro is so 90s. That is like... Yeah, it really ties you into the era really well.
0: I
2: know it's more blues, but I was like, I could not just get country singers out of my head.
1: Really? That's...
0: Oh, I'm excited then, because that's not the direction my brain went at all. I'm excited to my, see where we all went <laughs> with
1: this. Mine went a little differently.
0: But yeah, let's... I mean, before we get to that, I, I also want to add just, I really, just this outro... I think also, just just again, Yoko Kano, what this anime really benefits from is having a music mastermind, essentially, right? Like, Yoko Kano was brought on to do the music for the show. Like, the intro, the outro, the, the score, everything is her vision for the show that she creates with the, the creator of the show. So at no point is it something that doesn't fit or doesn't set the right tone because she is setting that she tone. She is the so tone. So we're not going to get she is the tone realistically that's true right i mean i i said it earlier but they would literally add and rewrite scenes because music she would make for the show that they just couldn't possibly imagine cutting and you know it benefits because you know you've had a lot of animes where you're like i don't like this intro i don't like this outro because it doesn't set the right tone it doesn't fit to me but what really rocks with this is it really is designed perfectly for the anime
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: I agree.
0: Uh, gosh, but I, so yeah, this is really amazing music, but maybe someone else could do it better. It's uh, time for my second favorite podcast segment of all time. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros or outros? Casey, why don't
1: you kick us off with Tank? I, for the beginning, I mean, there's not really much dialogue. Um, I think it should be like, um, sh- I, I just thought of like Shirley Bassey doing the gold uh, finger theme song. That's kind of what I thought good. of with this yeah. Interesting. Which is like a really specific James Bond reference, but that's kind of where I went. Yeah. I see it. Or nice, like, nice, yeah. nice.
2: PJ, what about you?
1: Oh, I went with the Miles Davis Quintet. Miles Davis
0: is one of my favorite jazz musicians of all time. And I think, I mean, the King of Cool could easily do this song.
2: That's so funny. Um, I'm going to tell you why I like your answer, but I disagree. I wrote down Miles Teller, expecting you to be like, "Uh, uh do you mean Miles Davis? And then I was going to be like, no, Miles Teller from Whiplash. That's not my actual answer. That's my joke answer. Um, I do believe uh, <laughs> Miles Davis.
0: I set up a joke, and you didn't feed into it, but
1: I'm going to lay it out on the line for everyone. Um, f- well, PJ, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> Miles Teller. So,
2: okay, uh, Miles Davis, I feel, doesn't have... like His is more... Smooth. I feel like it's just it blends so beautifully, and I feel like it doesn't have that deafening in-your-face trumpet. I was going through the Miles Davis quintet a lot. I was heavily going through it, and I just don't. I feel like the trumpet is just kind of too the.
0: All right. So before before you just keep shooting at my answer for another ten minutes. Can you give us? Uh, <laughs>
2: yes, I went with Clifford Brown specifically Turnpike and Blues Walk.
0: Uh, I like that. I like Clifford, Clifford Brown. I don't feel like he could lend the vocals that Miles Davis could for that early section. Well,
2: Clifford Brown doesn't really do vocals. Um,
0: Well, exactly. I like that Miles Davis, like, could mm, if he wanted to, you know? I would go
2: more, for strictly vocals, I would go Tom Waits. But if we're going
0: Ooh. Tom Waits, yeah. what? No, no. I just
2: want to hear Tom Waits do it.
0: All right, everybody, <laughs> getting everybody on your stuff together. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um All right, three, two, Woodless jam. I was
2: gonna say because like <laughs> even uh, Miles Davis, I feel like his bass just isn't present enough. Whereas I feel like Clifford Brown does have the individual like trumpet and bass, and it's just like two different personalities.
0: This is the first combative and mean contemporary artist reveal.
2: <laughs> this is my new <laughs> podcast, uh, being mean to PJ because he didn't choose the right jazz singer that I believe.
0: <laughs> I hate that podcast name,
1: but let's. Uh, um, uh, uh, gosh, I that's feel a real so specific. Um, I feel very market. betrayed. I have no idea who Clifford Brown is. I was thinking, like, is Clifford the big red dog's last name Brown? <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> Casey, did you not have a
0: transformative experience in third grade when your school randomly had an assembly to have a jazz band play for you? Oh my no, god. No, I just had trauma. That actually did happen <laughs> for me. Just had trauma PJ. like everyone else. Thank you, Skylar. I did not think that anyone would relate, but that happened to me, and I was like, wow, jazz is cool. And all my friends were like, that was lame, and I was yeah. like, yeah, lame.
2: <laughs> no, uh, my dad, <laughs> you've met my dad, um, he loves blues, he loves jazz, and it's It could be a lot, um. So, and I think that's why I got so combative because, like, that was a big part of my childhood.
0: Yeah, Mm. there's always reasons people are terrible. Let's move on to (laughs) the outro. (laughs) Let's PJ.
1: Your best friend was made when you listened to that jazz band in third grade. Your best friend, Barry the (laughs) Bee. I do like jazz. You like jazz? I do. You like jazz? (laughs) All right, so we're going to move on
0: to the outro Real Folk Blues. Skylar, why don't you kick us off on this one? It's not
2: going to make sense. I put not a whole lot of thought in it, but I would like to hear Reba sing it. Ooh, I
0: okay.
1: would love to hear Reba sing I anything. I can hear it. Oh, my gosh. Can I, I'm going to expose someone real quick. Also, uh, my boyfriend did not know that Reba was a singer. He thought she was, <laughs> was only like, from she's the TV show Reba. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, you've never heard Fancy before? Get out of here.
2: She sings the theme song. He knows that, right? Yeah, he
1: knows that. He thought he's like, wow. It's like in Back to the Future
0: when they're like, Ronald Reagan, the actor? He's just like, you're like, I love Reba as a singer. you're like, he's like, Reba, the actor?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump, the reality show host? Just kidding. (laughs) I wish. Um, for my outro, um, you know, what I was thinking I was getting like late '90s female rock, so I put Paula Cole as the oh answer. Oh
2: my god! Oh, I yes. hear
1: it for right? sure. Right? I will say I went the same direction as you
0: completely. One I did direction.
2: I did start that way, and I wrote down Alanis Morissette, and I was like, nope, 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 and I moved on.
1: No, yeah, it's it's big Lilith Fair vibes happening at the end of that outro. Cowboys.
2: Where have all the cowboys Yeehaw. gone? Wait, that's Paul Cole.
0: Where right? have
1: all the cowboys? Yeah. Gone. Where? Damn. Dang. That could have been my song for the the uh <laughs> the anime, <laughs> but I didn't choose that one, but we'll get there. But dang, that would have been good too. Damn. I will good tell job, you who
0: I picked because I feel like it's better than both of yours. <laughs> of course you do. I went with garbage.
2: <laughs> I was thinking like yeah, of course you went with or garbage whole, too, and I was just like Neh. because
0: this is literally. I mean, like that's why I said like Skylar, I'm gonna steal your thing. This is literally. I'm only happy when, it, only rains. Happy when it rains. That's
1: what the song is. This song is literally. I'm only happy when it rains. PJ, I have to tell you something. Your answer yeah. was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Our new
2: podcast about garbage.
1: It's a podcast called Garbage on Garbage where each week we go dumpster
0: diving with the band band members of Garbage. And Oscar the Grouch. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I love all of those answers. Uh, I especially love the answers for the first one even though Skylar did assault me. (laughs) I
2: thought it was informative.
0: Let's take take another break uh, to watch some videos, give you some additional context, and we'll be right back. So everyone stay tuned. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. PJ here, thanking you as always for listening to our podcast. We hope you had fun with the wrestling promos up top. We were obviously very serious and are ready to fight. But in all honesty, please check out their Not Cousins. Their podcast is so fun and they are an amazing group of people. Who knows, this rivalry may even turn into an uneasy alliance someday. But enough about them, though. Let's talk about us and you keeping up with us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaii on Facebook, you can also find the official Kauai Disappointment Group, where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website with an all-new, far less complicated name, kauaidesupod.com, for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. A quick note... We're still playing around with flow and format, so you will continue to hear slight changes and differences every episode until we find the style we like best. Your feedback, as always, is appreciated in helping guide that process. Join us again this coming Monday as we make sure Casey avoids cold water on his journey to rid him of the curse by watching Ranma 1 half as we continue through Classics Month. Now, back to the podcast. All right, we had Casey and Skylar watch a few extra clips. Well, with all of that information and what you've already seen and what we've discussed, what do you guys think of the anime?
1: Oh, it's beautiful. It's great. I think it's going to be, um, like I said, it gives me more, like I said, I'm just thinking more about, like, The Mandalorian, like, this uh, journey for um, for Spike and, um, and like, his uh, his fun, crazy group of people. But more about Spike, I'm just thinking, like, this is going to be a really long, emotional journey for him, and, like, it definitely... It hooks you because not all crazy kung fu and, you know, gunshots. It's like a real nice emotional side to it, too.
2: Everything I've seen so far is beautiful. It's great. I really enjoy it. Um, I could definitely see myself watching the rest of it when you inevitably rewatch it.
0: That makes me happy. I've been trying to get you to watch it for a long time. Ah,
1: everyone's brought together by cowboy bebop, and I
0: understand why you haven't watched it. Cause like, not to like out you as a hipster or anything, because I don't think that's what it is. But you've very expressly been like, people just have just overhyped it for so long. Uh, and it's just so insanely popular that it almost like put you off from it, which I completely understand. Yeah.
2: PJ has called me a reverse hipster uh, several times in a relationship. Uh, anytime anything's too big, I can't watch it until like several years later. So like still waiting a couple more years to watch Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah. There's, you know, <laughs> that's funny you say that. There's another um very popular anime character that does that actually. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Ron Stoppable. There's a whole episode about it on the anime Kim Possible where he, watched, Ooh, he gets into, the, right he gets into material. a boy band after they're far like done with. <laughs>
0: God, well, my favorite, my, that is my second favorite anime, which is, you know, Kim Possible. Oh, that's the best, <laughs> man. That's, but I mean, yeah, to just kind of like throw in my two cents, like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked about it to death. This is, is one of my all-time favorite animes. It's definitely my top five. I've rewatched it so many times because it is such a short run. It is only those 26 episodes. And, you know, they really put a lot of weight and they put a lot of emotion in it. Well, like The creator has described it as 80% serious action and 20% fun whimsy. And I think that's a pretty apt description of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie's amazing. And I really hope Netflix does the live action right. I won't hold my breath, but with the talent they have on it, I'm excited. And unrelated, I'm excited they're actually casting a black person to be- to play Jet Black because Jet Black was always like a very black coded character, right? In Japan, and that's why I love that when it came to America, they actually did cast a black voice actor for him. Oh, I love good it for
1: that. Good, because
0: I mean, there's a lot of characters like that in general that are like what the you know what typically referred to as black coded, where they're characters that are not. Black, obviously, but their mannerisms, their cultural ideologies, whatever, are very much part of that culture. Uh, and I think it's nice that they are kind of really leaning into that and being like, "Well, no, Jet Black should be a black character." There I'd we love go. That. Let him know. Uh, Let I them mean,
2: know. and that's also great too because like Netflix sometimes does a really bad job um, whitewashing a lot of characters or just like throwing in people like unnecessarily.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I I hate that where it's like reverse representation. And, you know, it's typical, too, with, like, black-coated characters. Like, you have other characters, like Skeeter from Doug is Mm black-coated. Right. I mean, speaking of black-coated characters in anime, Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z is very black-coated.
2: Oh, yeah. Definitely see that.
0: Martian Manhunter is black-coated. Powerline is black-coated. You know, it's i mean in general well, there, there's a big argument there's a big argument to be made that a goofy movie is you know it is it is a african-american story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you casey wow, for that, um, didn't need that kind of level. insightful no. comments
2: <laughs> no i completely agree with you and like i didn't know that like so many people saw it that way and i was just like oh yeah no totally that makes sense and then like roxanne being um like, Hispanic coded.
0: Yeah, it's 100% Hispanic.
1: Well, we'll have to wait to the live version, guys. I want to see this.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, my little soapbox aside, did you guys end up with a favorite character after Ayn. watching the episodes and the clips? Ein, of course. Of, of course would be. Ayn. Ayn Mine you. too, of course. Oh, really? both of you, it's Ayn. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Ein is super cute, super smart. I should have shown you guys more Ein clips, apparently.
2: Fluffy but quirky.
0: I mean, it's a no secret. My favorite character is Spike Spiegel. Right. I think he's like literally the coolest character in anime history. No one tops him. I mean, if you go through like my Facebook cover photo history, at least like four have been Spike Spiegel or one that is Obama uh, smoking a cigarette with Spike Spiegel's hair photoshopped onto him.
2: <laughs> uh, that should be part of your tweet this week when you that release the That is my aesthetic, by the way. Obama <laughs> with Spike hair? Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Well, uh, I love that. I love that for both of you, it's Ayn. He is the smartest little pup around. Uh, But let's get to the question that's on everyone's mind. Casey, do you think you would keep watching this anime?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. As a longtime Star Wars fan, uh, like this obviously resonated very strongly with me. We love Westerns in space. Westerns don't just need to be on the frontier, guys. They can be in space. We know this. is well, we the this. final frontier. Oh, there's no such thing. The limit does not exist. Okay, Lindsay Lohan.
0: No, I, I I, mean, I agree. I mean, that's the the best thing about things like space Westerns. And I mean, to coin a term from, to copy a term from Star Trek, space
1: is the final frontier, you know?
2: I'm so glad that you gave credit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Skylar sounded so like, I don't care in that moment.
2: <laughs> no, I was trying to do a callback to the the joke story.
1: Um, I don't know. It's I'm watching The Mandalorian right now with with my boyfriend, and like it just the similarities are uh, very strong. And obviously, it's my vibe. Yeah, Skyler, thumbs up,
2: thumbs up. <laughs> but specifically up. those cats that actually do have thumbs.
0: Ugh, I hate cats. thumb <laughs> Two cats.
1: Thumb
2: cats <laughs> doesn't come
0: in a jar. Thumb cats i love that you both loved it you know it's always hard when i show you guys an anime i love it i'm sure it's the same for skylar because you never know how people are going to react with all of that let's jump into
2: america's most favorite podcast segment is there an amv for that amv
1: anime music videos is there Casey, you know the rules, so just hit me with that song and artist. Ah, uh, yes. Um, it was clear to me there was only one answer, except there was actually many. But <laughs> there, uh, the one I'm going with is "Space Cowboy" by Casey Musgraves. Ooh. I don't know if I don't know if I'll have it, but I was like,
0: why not? You're in luck. One year ago, someone made an AMV to Space Cowboy with Cowboy Bebop, and it's actually heavily featuring clips from episode
1: one. So it'd be a perfect AMV for you. Oh my God, that's perfect. It's me. I went back in time. <laughs> I said, we've got to make this AMV. It's like so much matters right now.
0: Only one available, but that, you know, you still got it. That's three points in the book for you, man. Woo! Ooh. Skyler, you also haven't seen this anime, so I would love if you would also give me an AMV re- recommendation. I'm going
2: to go Cowboy Bebop Uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Real? Oh, oh yeah, I, I know that song. exists
0: because one of my favorite AMVs is a Hurt AMV to Cowboy Bebop, and it is in my YouTube favorites and has been for years. I don't even need to look <laughs> this up. Three points for you, Skyler.
1: Heck yeah. Woo! Everybody uh, wins.
0: That amv like resonated with me when i saw it like however many years ago and i like it's been in the youtube favorites ever since there's an even better amv than the hurt one if you ever look up cowboy bebop god's gonna cut you down amv that's one of my that's that's, like, top tier. That's, like, maybe my number one AMV of all time.
2: Interesting. Okay, I could see that. Oh, you know I have my nostalgia AMVs that I do revisit when I am, like, horribly depressed. Future well, it'll girls. just be,
0: like, it, I was about to say, it's
1: just going to be Sailor Moon to future girls. Smilesy <laughs> hey, K,
2: baby. Casey, I'm going to make you watch it later today when you come over.
1: I wonder if there's a Cowboy Bebop AMV to Kid Rocks. I, like, I want to be a cowboy, babe. Ooh. You heard that song? I only know the vine. <laughs>
2: I want to I be, be a cowboy, cowboy baby. No, but Casey, I do remember that. Um if Thank you have you. any white trash in your family, you know that. Yes.
0: Yeah, skyler has been playing the white trash classics lately. Oh man, she playing right Uncle Cracker has been playing last Uncle night. Cracker
1: nonstop. Oh my god, hit hit me with that Kid Rock Limp Biscuit white trash music. like ooh. I
2: would say, you know what, Uncle Crackers, less, uh, less He's white a trash, bit white more trash. yacht rock.
1: <laughs>
0: yacht rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, solid three points for both of you. Uh, but there is a shared fourth point.
2: All right, you guys, it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. Is there an AMV to Cowboy Bebop with Evanescence Bring Me to Life?
1: I bet you there is because it doesn't make any sense.
0: Casey, uh, it makes sense for every anime. That's why it works.
1: I'm just saying. More, also, this more is a very others.
0: dark and serious anime. Literally, I mean, like, tragic heartbreak happens in this anime. Why would it not make sense? Get out of here with your bad opinions, because it does exist. Wow. There's a lot of them, and we get a solid fourth
1: point. Boo to you. Sensitive <laughs> weebs. Sensitive weebs on this podcast. <laughs> 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 Imagine
0: if, like, I, like, legitimately, like, was like, we're not friends anymore, Casey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was like, I told you I like the intro. Please stay, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God. But yes, there is there is quite a few, uh, understandably. Again, especially while I think definitely tone matters, and I think this anime does fit the tone, especially with some of its darker moments. I think realistically, this answer is, did the anime come out sometime between 1990 and 2010? then the answer is yes,
1: always. Mm -hmm. True, true.
0: (laughs) But you know, there are exceptions to the rule. We found quite a few on this podcast. Speaking of this podcast, it is unfortunately over. That is all we have for you guys this week. We had a good time, a cowboy time, a bebop time, a bookity-boppity-beep-boop
1: time. <laughs>
2: also, Casey, there is a envy to Kid Rocks. I want to be a cowboy.
1: Blessed be the fruit. I love it. With all that, we're going to call it
0: a day. We'll see you again next week. But until then, we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ.
2: I've been Skylar. Wa wah.
1: And I'm a little bit country, but a lot more yeehaw. Casey, bye. Those are two of the
0: same things! See you, space cowboy. Adios, cowboy. Yeehaw! You're gonna carry that...